Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. Someday I'll get new inserts. Saturday mornings. Pacific 1 Eastern, our main man, Jim Valley, and we got a lot to get into here today. Do we ever? Filthy Tom Lawler is going to be joining us in the next segment, and I don't even know if he knows this or not, but he's finding out right now. Mike Sempervivi is also joining us here today. It's going to be a three-man booth, brother, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff because I am doing this show, and then I'm going to the airport because it is all-in weekend. And as a result, we have a lot to talk about. We've got the Dynamite Show tonight, nine segments announced for the show. And uh, they got to announce a bunch of stuff for Collision as well, because Collision is also taping tonight. They're going to do the, uh, the Dynamite and Collision taping, and then everybody heads out to the UK on Thursday. And so uh, we'll know a lot later on tonight. We've also got more notes from Tony Khan's media call and uh, Phoenix off the show. And uh, he mentioned there could be more, but for right now, it is just Ray Phoenix. We'll tell you why. Jericho is going to be performing at the show, not just in the ring, but as a part of Fozzie as well. Got notes on Brian Danielson and Darby Allen. The raw rating from Monday, which took a big hit. And uh, NFL preseason, and uh, of course, you know, the actual NFL season's coming, so be prepared for some changes in terms of raw ratings. But the Iran SmackDown ratings, you know, for the uh, overall on television, still did very, very well. Give you notes on that. And of course, in the show, the world-famous NXT TV report. It was a big show. It was Heat Wave. So we'll tell you about that and so much more. And uh, back in a moment to kick it off, Observer Live. Well, we're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. 
And uh, yeah, we're all here today. Semper Vivi, filthy. It's a three-man booth today. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Tom is very low. I am very high, and uh, Semper Vivi is right there in the middle. Also very. I'm high. sure we can get that fixed somehow. I go down like this, maybe. Up, huh? Yeah, we'll we figure go. it out. We gotta Brian. get this figured out before tomorrow. Now let's not all talk over each other with this uh, threes a crowd. Yes, Tom. Why do why do I not get a website tag? It's not filthy Tom Waller of FarmersOnly.com or filthy Tom Waller of I don't know Kink.com. It could be anything. No, what, I don't. What I are don't you talking the, about? I don't get the the F4W online tag behind my name. Are you not proud to have well, me? Where's, as an where's your name? I don't even know what you're talking about. You go, this is Brian Alvarez of WrestlingObserver.com. This is Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Wait, wait, so you and, filthy and we've got this other, New Japan. We've got this other bum on you the line to, You want me to well. list 85 promotions you're working for right now? Huh? I could use the help, yes. What do you want out of me? Well, listen, we got a lot to talk about here today, and tomorrow is going to be you and Sempi alone, correct? That's the plan? No. You're not going to be here tomorrow? Oh, wait, I'll be here tomorrow. What day is it? Today's Wednesday, you idiot. You oh, and Tom okay. tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be here. And then Tom's going to go solo. That's still the plan on Friday. And he may even try to facilitate a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golly. It, it just warms my heart when I can leave and someone else can do what I'm supposed to do. So don't screw this up for me, Tom. Or are you tomorrow, Simp? Come on. <laughs> I'm not planning on doing what you do, Brian. I'm not going to sit here and complain and badger the other people on the show. I don't do I'm that I'm going to put forth my best effort and try to hold down the fort for Mike while he's gone on Friday. Yeah, Good. please don't do what I usually do, which is sleep through the show, and then I'm yeah. here just, you know, left talking to Dom. Don't do that to me. I was going to ask who can screw it up less, Semper Vivi or Filthy, but I think even Semper Vivi knows what the answer is going to be. Who can screw it up less? Jim Valley. That's well, who can screw it up less. Okay, so we got a couple of things here. Tonight is Dynamite, which is, uh, where do we say it was tonight? Duluth, Georgia. Duluth, Georgia, yes. Where? Duluth, Georgia. The metropolis of Duluth, yes. Georgia. Yes. It's going to be very interesting because it is a it is a dynamite and collision taping. So uh, we'll see how that goes tonight. <laughs> you know, you know, there's nothing better than having the biggest show you've ever had on Sunday. And then a couple of days prior, you got to try to get everybody in the building for a dual taping. That's going to be fun. But uh, we've got John Moxley and Ray Phoenix, which we'll talk well, about CM in a moment. Punk allow pre-tapes on the collision show. We've got Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks versus Juice Robinson and the Guns. Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho. Swerve and AR Fox versus Darby and Nick Wayne. Aussie Open versus the Hardys for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Jack Perry says he will retire the FTW title. Renee will speak to Adam Cole. Renee will speak to MJF. Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay will have a contract signing. Now, yesterday, Tony Khan talked about how there would be a change in the card for All Out, and uh, perhaps more changes. And one of those changes is Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix, uh, his passport issues are not worked out to the point where he can go on this trip. And so he can't leave the country to go here. It was noted that the reason he did not go to Triple Mania and drop the Latin American title is for the same reason. It is not clear when the promotion found out Phoenix was not able to go. Obviously, when they put the show together. This would have been within the last, I would say, week. 
It was uh, it was fairly recently that that happened. He is uh, still wrestling John Moxley uh, tonight. And then uh, it says, in checking on potential replacements, Bandito was touch and go. Wanted to be on the show. He just got the pin removed from his wrist yesterday. And uh, it would be early, but not impossible. McKingo pulled out of GCW dates this weekend. The The match was scheduled to be Phoenix, Eddie Kingston, Penta, Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chuck against Moxley, Claudio, Wheeler, and three mystery partners. And uh, that's all changing. And I believe it is going to end up being a singular five-on-five match, not six-on-six. But I don't know who's in and who's out other than Phoenix. So that is at least one change for the show coming up on Sunday. Hopefully Phoenix gets that all figured out quickly so he can travel. And Brian, I believe that would be the unplanned change. And Tony Khan said there were planned changes as well. So we well, have things. Yeah. But I mean, what he could mean by a planned change is if we have two mystery partners, whoever they are is a planned change. Although maybe adding mystery partners is not a change. But I think that there are going to be, you know, people added to the show is what he's talking about that you're not expecting. So I don't think he was talking about other people being pulled. But I could be wrong. But that's the update on Phoenix. And then Jericho will be doing a live performance. He and the rest of Fozzie, since people were asking, will be performing Judas live. So he's going to sing his way to the ring. Of course he is. For a match with Will Ospreay. Yes. For the first time ever, he says. We are going to be playing Judas live for you in Wembley at All In. He'll be able to say now for decades after this that Fozzie played in front of 90,000 people at Wembley Stadium. Hell yeah. Who else can say that? Good for him. He should. <laughs> Got to take credit for that sort of thing. I may even record a show so I can say that I recorded a show in front of 90,000 people. That's Wembley Stadium. That's my plan. We've got a couple of other uh, notes. We'll do some interview comments here. Hey, did you guys both watch NXT, by the way? Yes. Yeah? Yes. What's so funny, Mike? Well, I wasn't sure if you were going to say, I've given you guys some sent you guys some cue cards, and we're going to all recite the five-way in the ring between all of the women. God forbid. Hey, listen, <laughs> I know that some of you here, I know that some of you here really don't like to hear about NXT, okay? But you know what my job is? My job is to watch everything. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't watch the show, what you should and maybe should not watch. And I want everybody, within the sound of my voice, all of you on the chat right now that are going, uh, whatever, go watch Ilya Dragunov versus Trick Williams. Dude... This match was flat-out awesome. It was the best match that Trick Williams has had. Bro, listen, I don't know if we have multiple lives. I don't know if we come back. But there has never been a greater moment in any of Trick Williams' lives better than that match with Ilya Dragunov. It was the best match he's had by multitudes. I mean, whatever his previous best match was, this was no joke. Like, 50 times better. And he'll tell you the same thing. It was, you know, like sometimes you see a guy face uh, Ishii, 
And it's like, it's just, this guy's going to do his, he's going to do the Ishii match. And it just blows you away how awesome this match is. That's what this, I was, I was like, like, I knew that Ilya Dragunov was great. Okay. I think we all do. But I'm telling you here, last night, maybe not today, maybe not this weekend, last night, the greatest worker on this planet was Ilya Dragunov. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong, Mike? You're not wrong, okay? Thank you. You're not wrong. But look, it's like when Okada was facing evil and he made all of that House of Torture stuff palatable in the moment because you were fighting alongside Okada. That's what Dragunov is doing. That's how good he is. Trick Williams, great prospect, but look, Ilya Dragunov's great. Well, of course, it was all Ilya Dragunov, but man. I mean, we just saw Trick Williams match like two weeks ago with um, uh, Gulak. And that guy looked like he'd had about three matches and looked totally green. You put him in there with Dragunov, and like, oh my... If that would have been like a, a Tiffany Stratton match, people would say she was the best women's worker in the business right now. Because it's, you know, Tiffany Stratton and everything. He's not going to give you time to screw up, or time to have big air to make mistakes, or anything like that. Yes. I could be wrong. Tom, what'd you what do you think of this think? match as a, as a seasoned worker? I love... Is he not the greatest? Any man that can win a fight with a second rope H bomb, <laughs> yeah. leaping off like Dan Henderson back in the day, what a finishing move! What a match! What a wrestler! Stand by, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. 
Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Filthy Tom Lawler, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Fill in host. Fill in host. Boy, man, these people hate NXT on the chat. <laughs> Where's the OVW report? Did I miss Ohio Valley being on national television and being number one on cable on Wednesday a couple of weeks ago? I I, I don't think I did. I don't think I, I did. Well, it is about to at... pop up on Netflix. Exactly. Hey, you know what's funny is when uh, when I did get DVDs from Ohio Valley when it was WWE Developmental, I did review it every week because it was important. And it was good. It was good. Mo and there was a lot of good on NXT last night, but we'll get to that later. Raw. It's Raw show on Monday. Yikes. 1.59 million viewers and a point five, eighteen to 49. Football's back, baby. Lowest since football season ended. That should tell you something. NFL preseason. Was uh, the main reason a big drop in eighteen to thirty four from last week? So they're all going to start watching football now. So uh, usually they don't take a hit until the regular season begins, but uh, they did here. We got a one point six five million first hour, one point six seven million second hour, and a one point four six million third hour. Been a long time since we were in the one point fours, but uh, the two major WWE programs uh, did do strong numbers. For the week of uh, August 14th through 20th, SmackDown with the 25th anniversary celebration of Edge was fourth among network TV shows all week long in 18 to 49. The only shows that beat SmackDown all week on any channel were three episodes of Big Brother. People sure like their Big Brothers. And then, still going? Yeah. It says here, SmackDown's shot at being number one for all of television on any television network for the week will end during football season. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to beat the NFL. No, no, no. That's for everybody internationally who is sick of ratings. You're now going to be sick of hearing about ratings and ratings getting hurt by the other thing that you love, which is American professional football. Raw was first on cable last week, and Raw did beat a number of NFL preseason games. They beat Saturday's UFC pay-per-view prelims with the return of Chris Weidman. Dynamite was 13th. Can he stop returning? On on cable. You know, there's a lot of guys that should stop returning, but it's MMA, bro. Although, hey, Tom, I mean, you know, you might see some, you know what I'm talking about? Some cheddar. What, what do you what do you make of this whole thing, Tom? Well, this UFC lawsuit. I believe it's regarding very fighter good. pay. It's what a very good it? sign for the over twelve hundred fighters that have been certified as a class. That Judge Bulware seems to want to rush this thing to the jury, and I, uh, like a lot of other people, believe that a jury would be sympathetic to the fighters i believe that it's being asked for 800 million in damages which could actually go up to triple uh based on some sort of metrics so i did the math and i you know i mean best case scenario i could be looking at over 100 grand here i would think i can't imagine that uh i would get anywhere near that but but I would love it, believe me. 
Um, and I think it will behoove TKO to settle this out of court because I do think that the longer it goes on and if it goes to a jury, that it opens them up a lot to more lawsuits in the future. They're already going to have to deal with this lawsuit continuing on uh, in the form of Cajun Johnson and uh, whatever other plaintiffs are with him since the 2017 uh, class of fighters has yet to be certified. So there's a lot of problems for WWE and UFC when it comes to this. And I'm hoping they realize that and pad my pockets. Well, I guess the uh, the question is, well, I mean, there's a million questions, but like, I wonder how they would figure out who gets what, like... I believe they determine be- like how many how many fights did you have? Where were yeah. you on the card? Would they like split it equally so you and Conor McGregor would get the same? Or how does well, that work? I believe that one of the points of the lawsuit, one of the points of contention, is that they artificially kept down the purses of the fighters uh, through restrictive contracts and free agency and those sort of things. So I would believe it would be based upon how many fights you would have in that time and i don't know if they're gonna take the time to look at everybody's career individually but i would have to think that myself who i think i have seven fights in this time period in the ufc i've got to think i would get a bigger payout than you know somebody who had one fight in the same time period but you know i'm not quite sure well you know what's interesting is uh if this does go to trial then uh then there will be a jury obviously and the question will be, what is the actual jury thing as opposed to like what this judge thinks? Because, you know, apparently, obviously one of the things with a with a monopoly and such is, you know, did, did were they number one because of restrictive practices or were they number one because they actually were just better than everybody else? And, uh, and you know, I, I don't want to bury anybody, but I watched a lot of MMA back in the day. Calvin I, Air, I saw a, a lot of promotions come and go. <laughs> Remember Yama? Is that what it was? Yama. 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 We had Bodog. Yeah, Bodog and all these. The fact of the matter is, you know, UFC got to where it was because they actually were significantly better than everybody else who was trying this. But this judge is like, I don't see any reason they were any better than anybody else. So that's his opinion, obviously. But, like... I don't know. I, like, how do, you, how, do you, how do they determine this? Like, you get just find 12 randos, or are they going to, like, you know, uh, subpoena Dave and just go, was this UFC really as good as everybody else, or was it way better? Oh my I don't God. know how they're going to do this. But uh, <laughs> the idea the idea that UFC and, and Bellator and Yama and all of these really were just doing the exact same thing, and, and none of them well, really did it any better than anyone else, that's ridiculous. WEC oh. was doing pretty well. And then they got yeah. snatched up. Strike Force yeah. was doing pretty well. And then they got snatched up. And there's going to be a lot of stuff, Brian, that we don't know about yet that's getting unsealed. There will be a lot of unsealed so you things. Talk, you want to talk about this this unsealed information? I can't wait to see what comes out. Yeah, you're Has giddy Scott at this Coker unsealed. Yes, because this? Brian, I've lived through it. I know. I understand. I'm not saying you shouldn't be excited. I'm just that go on. I'm excited for how, how excited you are. Works. I know how some of this stuff works, Brian, and if, if the, the emails get out, you're going to find out stuff about them, you know, screwing around with people's medicals, and it, there's tons of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and under the table that that needs to be on you ever, the You ever thought of writing a book, Tom? Because, man, you get all this information, you were there, I mean, you could you could document this for uh, into uh, perpetuity here. 
No? Maybe not. Okay, I'll do it then. I'll call her in. It's giving you the first dibs, but if you don't want it, there's probably a lot you can write, huh? You're going to write it without me? You're going to write a story about me without me? Well, I don't know. You didn't seem excited about the idea. <laughs> Be like Charles Barkley. You know, you can write Tom's biography for him, and then he can say that he was misquoted in it. Doesn't Ken Shamrock have two? No, it's got to be. You got to write your own autobiography. autobiography. It's got to be an autobiography, and then you say you were misquoted. Yes, I misquoted I think, myself. I That's Ken not actually Shamrock what happened. Has two of them. Yes. And does he disagree with both? I don't know. You ever thought about writing an autobiography, Tom? Brian, move on. Why? Do you secretly have a book deal you're not telling me about, and I'm now just explaining to the entire world what's going on here? No. I'm trying no. to come up with ideas for you, brother. Isn't that what you asked me to do at the beginning of this show? You wanted some sort of tagline under your name? Best-selling author, Filthy Tom Lawler. How about that? Golly. I wrote a book. It was a really horrible time in my life, but I did it. Okay. What else do we have here? Ah, this is this is the exact opposite of old Filthy here. Brian Danielson is keeping a positive attitude, despite the injury he suffered at Forbidden Door 2. Suffered a broken arm in his match with Okada. Expected to be out of action till October. Is going to miss all in. He went on his own wife's podcast and said he wished he hadn't broken his arm. <laughs> He's a man of facts, this Brian Danielson. Yes, he is. But he has grown in appreciation huh. for the match that they had. I wrestled 10 minutes with a broken arm. Doctors said that made it worse, he said. But I find a certain joy in doing things that are hard and finishing them. Even though it probably caused me a little bit more damage, I got more value out of it, given that it had happened versus had it not happened. He has a gratitude journal, and he's keeping a positive attitude. He's got the same pair of jeans that he got like 10 years ago, doesn't he? Like so he do is. I. That's two kings of value right there. So everybody in this Blackpool Combat Club is off their rocker? Uh, well, I mean, it's the Blackpool What's Combat that? Club. That's how you get in. You don't have that mindset? Wait, what are you saying about old Wheeler? Something you'd like you ever, to tell us about Wheeler? Yeah. You ever met him? I've hung out with him plenty of times. Yeah, what Do can you, you tell us about weirdo. He is? Steel drums? He's a creep. <laughs> He's a creep? Yeah, a creep. Wow. What's so creepy about old Wheeler Yuta? Aside from the fact that he called himself Wheeler. Yeah, he he had a choice at one point during his career. Yeah. And that's the choice he made. You know, it is. Reminds me of what I once spent uh, a long time making fun of Bobby Fish's name. I was like, man, you had all these choices. You could have named yourself anything. And you decided that you were going to call yourself Bobby Fish. And then I found out that's his name. Kind of felt bad about that one. I can I can tell you right now that Wheeler Yuta's name is not either Wheeler nor Yuta. That's true. However, it is better than his given. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, except for BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. During that Kurt discussion that we had in the previous segment about names and old Wheeler Yuta, Tom had mentioned to me before that Wheeler Yuta was not his real name. And uh, and it's it's uh, I was camping this weekend. And I was up on the the, uh, the San Juan Islands, and I was unaware that I had free roaming in Canada, so I like I was getting no messages until the last day. I figured out I could actually get messages and internet for free. But anyway, so I uh, you know I woke up one morning, and then we drove into town, and and also all my you know messages and emails start flying in as soon as we get U.S. service, and uh, and I start seeing all these these messages about. Um, about uh, the whole situation with uh, Cash Wheeler. And uh, it's still early in the morning. I haven't had my five-hour energy or whatever yet. So I'm looking at these, and I'm I'm reading about it, and I'm like, what in God's name did Wheeler you to do? And for like five <laughs> minutes, I had in my head that it was Wheeler Yuta. Oh, no. that it, that it, and I'm just thinking like, man. Wheeler, you'd have got that man on the freeway about what? He really is a shooter. And then uh, you know, I'm and then I, I start uh, I start reading, I start clicking on news articles, and then uh, and then the first one that I read says uh, it says something like AEW professional wrestler Daniel Wheeler, and it goes on for the rest of it. And as soon as I read that, I I, I hearkened back to Tom, and I was like, wait a second. His name isn't Daniel Wheeler. And then there's that moment where your head kind of goes, Oh, it's Cash! Not Wheeler Yuta! Well, now it makes sense. Well, no, it didn't make sense, but like, it was like one of those moments where, like, this whole thing, I'm just like, Wheeler Yuta? I mean, I don't know. It was just weird. Why, does, why did he decide to go with the all caps Yuta, you think? You think he was just really inspired by, like, Akira in Japan or Kushida or something like that, where it was like, not only am I going to be Wheeler, 
but it's going to be Yuta, all caps. When I come out one day, it's going to be like Elvis in 68. It's going to be a big Yuta lined up behind him, and I'm going to come out. What do you think he was thinking? Filthy, did you decide at any point, did you think I'm going to like? He was a fan of Walter. Is that what it was? He looked at Walter, and he said, you know, I remind myself of that guy. Big Van Walter? Big Van Walter, yes. Hey, by the way, uh, F4WOnline.com, F4WOnline.com, backslash WQ. F4WOnline.com, backslash WQ. That's where you can grab your copy of WrestleQuest, which, in fact, stars myself, Dave Meltzer, and Big Vinny V. Have you got your copy yet? Put that up there. Put that thing on the screen. Look at that. We even got a graphic. Oh, my God. There's the Legion of Doom and Sergeant Slaughter and Andre the Giant and Jake the Snake. And I don't know who that guy is front and center. Who is that? Of the in-show ad reads. Who is that guy? Who's the guy right in the middle? That guy? Yeah. Jay Lethal. Is it... No, it's not. Oh. Nobody knows? Where is this? What are you looking at? On the screen. It's on the big screen right here. Oh. Hey, Mike, I got a question for you. Yeah. When you've been playing uh, New Japan... The award-winning New Japan Strong Spirits Collection app. Have you ever pulled a Brian Alvarez card? I have not pulled a Brian huh. Alvarez card. No, but you know who? Wow, you know I didn't who know I you had to be so pulled? jealous. Filthy Tom Waller card. Huh. Oh wow! So Brian's not the first member of this show. I didn't say I was the first. A video game. Also, hitting tomorrow to give a shout out to THQ Nordic, the AEW Stadium Stampede download will be available for free to all customers of uh, AEW Fight Forever. So, wow. Yeah, new game mode hitting tomorrow. Well, speaking of games, we had a great edition of NXT last night. We had Trick Williams, Ilya Dragunov. I told you about this. Just absolutely fantastic. And uh, Ilya killed him. They got a standing ovation afterwards. The place was just going crazy for this match. They had one near fall where Trick gave him a middle rope Uranage, and uh, Ilya kicked out at 2.999. And my God, these people were so angry. They thought that, that was a finish. They thought that he pinned Ilya Dragunov. But he did not. He won, and it was great. Hold on, Brian, because I gotta because Tom brought up the card game here, and I know the NXT review is very important, but I have no idea why when they decide to release the new cards, why J.R. Kratos, J.R. Kratos gets the card and talks about watching Team Filthy. Why is it not Tom talking about Team Filthy? I don't know, dude. Don't look at me. Whoa. And he punched the screen. Well, anyway, NXT. we had uh, Ivy Nile and Ava in a singles match, which uh, actually ended up fine. It was just a simple match. Ava slammed her a few times. Ivy submitted her. And then after beating her clean, Ivy puts a hold on again. The schism geeks hit the ring. Ava flees. And then on the exact same show... Ivy goes into the woods, and she says, or Ava goes into the woods. She goes, Ivy, you're nothing but a coward. You won't show up and face me. I'm like, 
am I in the twilight zone? Like, she just beat you via submission clean in the middle and was beating you up afterwards. Now you're in the woods calling her out? But it made sense later, I guess. Well, it got better. Yeah. Then we had another excellent match, Noam Dar and Nathan Frazier for the Heritage Cup. These guys are great. And uh, the one complaint I have about these Heritage Cup matches, I actually like the matches. You know, the rules are simple enough. They they keep the action going. It's easy to tell a story. But, God, two commercial breaks, which meant of the five falls, we only saw three falls because two of the falls were completely during a commercial break. So Noam Dar ended up uh, winning the cup back after avoiding a Phoenix splash and hitting an Inzagiri. And uh, that warmed my heart. But did you add falls to this match? No, I'm talking about rounds. A, I'm sorry. There, there were there two were two out of three falls, man. Yes, but there were five rounds, and I think we saw three of the rounds. You know what I'm confused about is today they announced a heritage tournament, heritage yes. cup tournament with yes. different rules than the oh, heritage it's really cup very matches. Simple, Tom. <laughs> I can get to those later. Oh. I wrote them down. But then Tiffany came out to cut a promo. This is straight out of the main roster. Gigi came out, and then Kiana came out. Blair came out. Roxanne came out. They'll have a four-way next week, and the winner gets Tiffany. The dialogue. Wow. Oh, the dialogue. You got to learn somewhere. <laughs> right? And apparently they don't have an improv class. Well, no, Roxanne the writers well. need to learn something. Look at Tiffany Stratton, Gigi Dolan. We've heard these women speak on NXT before when they got there. We've heard some of them speak. While they were on the indies, they are giving them way too much and not letting some of the natural bitchiness and cattiness come out of them. They're scripting everything Sorry, so Dom. much that nothing works. It's true. Wait, what? I know, but he's yelled at you for that one before. Forgot the thesaurus. Sorry. Yes. We had Ave in the woods, and uh, this cowardly Ivy showed up. The two dudes. Ava goes, boys, get her! And they unmask, and they're the Creed's. Ivy beats up Ava. And then the Creeds, who are, uh, they lost a Loser Leaves Town match. They signed their own match. We're going to have another match next week. And if we win, we can just hang out from now on. And then the Dyad and Joe Gacy. Where are the cops that rolled up on Tony D'Angelo? I'm starting to think it was because he was Italian. There are two dudes and another lady who just kidnapped a woman in the woods. And now they're making demands. I don't think they kidnapped her. What is going on? I think Ivy just beat her up. Just threw into leaves, you know. Big pile. Yeah, we had the uh, metaphor announcement. And then Noam Dar notes, I don't have to defend the cup for five weeks. So, ladies, at Oro Mensa, let's go to California. So we have, we're going to have five weeks of skits of metaphor in California. I hope so. Wow. That sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe they'll go to Disneyland. Can you imagine Noam Dar on, like, the, the rides? Maybe we're going to get them in a nice truck like Nakamura and Boogs hey, rolling yeah. around the California highway together. Yeah. This guy's making fun of HBK for being Booker of the Year. If you don't, if you guys don't think that he's going to place, you know, all right in Booker of the Year, think again. Because he's been doing a good job. He's going to be right behind Which you'd know Nozawa. if you watched the show, actually. We had uh, Dragon Lee and Lyra versus Dom and Rhea. It's a pretty good match. And uh, the finish was kind of stupid. It was one of those WWE things. Raquel comes out, and she attacks Rhea at ringside. And, like, 
when Rhea Ripley showed up from the main roster, the building just absolutely explodes. And so they're going crazy. She's beating the heck out of Rhea Ripley at ringside. And this referee has to pretend he didn't see anything. And then Dom goes running. Lee gives him the Destino and pins him. So it looks like Dragon Lee will be getting another shot at uh, Dominic Mysterio. We had another deal where Trick and Mello, uh, they're not having the best time together. But they got back on the same page. And then... uh, Supposed to be Baron Corner, uh, Baron Corbin and Von Wagner, but uh, Baron Corbin attacks him at the bell. They're brawling all over the place. Actually, a good brawl. And then Corbin gives him a back suplex on the floor, which looked like it sucked. He goes after Mr. Stone. Wagner makes the save, and he starts clearing off the table because his gimmick is he puts dudes through the table. And all of a sudden, from out of nowhere... Ron Breaker flies in, and he speared Von Wagner, I think, to California. Like, metaphor may be in California, and they find Von Wagner, like, his body, like the Wiley e. Coyote in the side of a cliff. Braun speared this guy so hard, I thought he killed him. And then him and Corbin smiled and laughed. So I guess we're going to maybe have a three-way or something. I don't even know. Well, I guess his shirt was right then, right? You notice that shirt he had on? What did it say this week? Braun Breaker. Best spear in the business. Well, find me a better spear than Braun Breakers. Is he talking to Goldberg, Brian? Well, I don't. I, I can't imagine Goldberg comes in for an NXT match with Braun Breaker. I suppose hey. anything is possible. In fact, funny I should be. mention that Becky Lynch is teasing coming to NXT because they really want to beat Dynamite in some of these demos. So she's going to come and face Tiffany, apparently. And then the main event was uh, Carmelo Hayes and Wes Lee. Didn't get as much time as I thought, but they had a very good match because they're both quite great. And uh, finally, Carmelo did this springboard into a DDT, putting Wes through a table outside, which was awesome. And they get back in the ring. Carmelo rolls outside after getting hit with the cardiac kick. Wes tries a tope. He misses, and he spears his own head into the barricade. I thought he was dead. And he gets back into the ring, and Carmelo hits the uh, nothing but net, gets the pin. And uh, good match. Carmelo Hayes retains the title. Anything else you'd like to add, you guys? No, good. Tom, what did you think of the show? A couple of good matches on it. I enjoyed it. I mean, how can you not enjoy it with that OU Dragunov performance? And then Wesley and Carmelo Hayes, I thought they did great in the main event. Obviously, two blue-chip prospects that the WWE has down here in NXT. And, you know, I think Wesley, and they say it on commentary... For a guy who was not supposed to be in this spot, looks great. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sepperbeebe, Filthy Tom Lawler, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're all here, but I am on my way out. So goodbye, everybody. Bon voyage, boss man. Bon voyage. I'm heading to Greenland, apparently. I fly over Greenland. Mm. And I go down into the thing. It's very snowy uh, up there. I don't know why they call it Greenland. Yeah, and then Iceland is all green and sunny. It's weird. Yeah. 
I think someone got confused somewhere. I think it's time we change the names of those countries. Uh, I mean, we did get named after Amerigo Vespucci. Oh, yeah. Right, and there's a lot of discussion. No, we were named after whether... North Amerigo Vespucci. So Amerigo we Vespucci after. got it right. Columbus didn't do anything. He got lost, ended up in a place. Vespucci was the one. He should have been. You know what these people need is a history lesson from YouTube, numbskulls. Exactly. I have a but social tomorrow... science education degree, numbskull. Dude, things change, brother. I mean, I could have got an astronomy degree. It doesn't mean the Pluto's still a planet. Things change. We learn new things. We're here to learn, Tom. Learn. Tomorrow it is Tom and Mike. They'll be together. And then uh, and then uh, Tom's going to be here on Friday. And Dave and I are planning on doing a lot of shows from the UK. So if you're a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, I'm not disappearing. I'll be back probably uh, tomorrow. Or however it works with uh, when you go you back. Still, in, yeah, you're still doing those shows on Pacific. I, I may be going back Dave? in time, according to Hulk Hogan. I'm not quite sure. I think I'm going forward in time. I think I'm time traveling forward. You are. Okay. Well, then I'll time travel back on the way back. Right? So I'll get an extra day. Let me know what Notre Dame wins by on Saturday, please. All right. Well, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.